Hello and welcome everyone to a sports ethos fantasy baseball podcast called It's Gone. I'm your host, Britton Allen, and it's the all-star break time. And I was going to discuss some players that I targeted in many, the vast majority of the drafts I entered this year, NFBC drafts, draft and holds, 12-team redraft, you name it. These are some players that I targeted, and they have underperformed. And in one particular instance, single-handedly tried to submarine some of my teams, especially batting average. So it's it's all-star break, so it's it was time to kind of chill out, relax, enjoy the the uh, futures game, the draft. I love the the draft. I thought it was a lot of fun, a lot of talent. And the All-Star Game, which I'm not a big fan of the All-Star Game typically, but so many superstars uh, playing these days, uh, I definitely tuned in and watched some of that. But it's decision time. It's that time of year uh, to look at your teams and decide what to do. So it's, I call it the sh- should I stay or should I go shout out London calling the clash. But before I get into those players, uh, a little bit of news broke during the All-Star break, and that was Jordan Romano. Um, he was obviously a, an All-Star. He was pitching. He got one out, and then all of a sudden, uh-oh, <laughs> a trainer came out, and every every you know person that has Jordan Romano was like, oh, no, kind of like every owner that had Edwin Diaz who, you know, all the all the players started stomping on him and he got carted off the field. What a disaster. But so especially in-game injuries, oh, no, red flag. But so they say it's just uh, precautionary uh, with back tightness. Well, yeah, they say it's precautionary. But as my old pappy used to say, it's all good until it isn't. So, um so I was looking at who is the setup man who, if Jordan Romano is put on the IL, even if it's a short stint, the Blue Jays are in contention. So you may be able to pick up some saves off the waiver wire. So Eric Swanson is the, uh, is the leader in holds on that team. So, and he was usually used in the eight. So he is the first choice. Um, but, but um, if he's been picked up already, and by now you're listening to this, he probably has. But um, I would look at Yimmy Garcia, and I picked him up in a couple Money League uh, 12 a redraft where there's one team I've got, like my closers. I just – I don't know what happened. I didn't focus on closers. But I've got like Alex Lang, Bruzdar Gatterall, and like – I don't know somebody else, but I had to. I have to find some saves somewhere. So, I picked up Yemi Garcia, and this is this is why because I looked at it, and he has been on fire recently. Like his last twelve innings pitched, he has a fifteen K to one walk ratio, with a one point five ERA and a one point one seven WHIP, dating back to the beginning of June, and. Not for nothing, as uh, Matthew McConaughey would say. Shout out, True Detective. The last non-Romano save went to Garcia on July the 6th. And Eric Swanson's one and only save chance 
was on June the 4th. Now, I know Swanson's got 21 holds, so I, I get it. Go get him first if you can. But there is a chance that if Romano goes on uh, the IL, that the manager goes with the, you know, the hot hand approach or whatever, because Garcia has been hotter than anybody um, striking him out left and right. They made this, this is all, I mean, this is all just speculative, obviously, but that's kind of what you got to do. And if he somehow managed to get the closer for the Blue Jays for a little while, that's always a good, that's worth specking on, but. So maybe the manager decides to leave Swanson in his holds role because he's doing well there, and they ride the hot hand situation with Yemi Garcia. So that was a line of discussion of the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen. But shout out to Joe Arico, you Toronto fan. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're you're picking up the Swanson and Yemi Garcia just in case. Roma, you know he may be, Jordan Romano may be fine, but. I don't know. When you get injured in game and they have to take you out, that could be a problem. And they may just take it as a precaution, you know. So uh, let's talk about what I was looking at this all star break, looking at some players that it's time. Like, I, you know, there's enough time and, you know, over 300 plate appearances where it's something may be going on where I got to make a move. And one of the players that I targeted everywhere was MJ Melendez for the Kansas city Royals. And my thought process when I drafted him, like going all in, you know, pushing the chips in was, you know, not only is he going to play catcher, but he's going to DH, he's going to play outfield and he's going to, you know, bat at near or at the top of the order every single day. Um, you know, in those plate appearances, it's all about plate appearances, right? Every day, like Dave Matthews said, every day, pick me up. Well, the problem with uh, that, I thought that was a good process. Unfortunately, it's not working out. And not to sugarcoat it, but it's been a straight up bust. Uh, that's There's no way to say it. He's He's been a bust, a disaster. So, and, and it's in the double, like the double problem is, you know, he's had 346 plate appearances. So that bad production isn't like every other day catcher. I mean, it hits you. So that 206 batting average. Oh, no. Only six home runs. No. Well, four stolen bases. Uh, that's okay, I guess. A 289 OBP. Oh, no. Yikes. That's bad news, man. All right. So I was like, I really. You know, so I was I, I, I got to cut bait, right? Well, so what I did was I looked at a Statcast page, and his hard hit data is elite. So blood red, y'all know what I'm talking about. The average exit velocity, max exit velocity, hard hit rate, barrel rate, all blood red, all elite. Um, you know, one of one of the hardest hitters in baseball, according to this Statcast page, and his walk rate is 10 percent. So his walk rate is actually in the 90s, or excuse me, the 70th percentile, which is well above average. Uh, his K rate is 29%. That's not good, but it's not 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 going to end the world or anything. So, okay, well, that hard hit data looks way too good. He is walking um, 91% hard hit rate, man. That's hot. That's red hot, man. That's 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 trans. That's a that's a Transam in Kentucky. Red hot. So, so if 
Yeah, I'm going to hang on to him and hope those hard hit balls start start landing. Uh, <laughs> start start, and I know the the, the Royals. You know, it's not a not a great place to hit, but I don't know. I'm just going to hang on to him based on all that hard hit data and his walk data, and hope all this stuff starts turning into turning into hits and getting on base and scoring runs and RBIs. So, should I stay or should I go? London calling. What up? I'm hanging on to MJ Melendez, uh, even in a 12 team draft league. I'm going to hang on to him for the second half and and hope all that stuff stabilizes. But. Here's another player that I really liked. It's one of those, you know, buy low. Uh, and no, Jared Kelnick's stock wasn't any lower than going into this draft season because, you know, he's killed AAA, come up to the majors, and just for whatever reason, strike out too much, chase too much, all that stuff. So, but I was like, I'll give it a shot, especially at his price. But and And the good news was he started off super hot, like real hot. Hotter than a, as, as Norm Macdonald would say, hotter than a $2 pistol. Uh, but of course, uh, that didn't last. And now, in the past 30 days, Jerry Kelnick has zero home runs and a .193 batting average. Woof, man. So I got, I got Melendez over here with a .206. And then I got Kelnick with a 193. Thank God I got Boba Shett in some of those leagues to help bring that up a little bit but i digress so same thing as melendez though i was like yeah what am i going to do with him but his all his hard hit data is elite um and you know it, and unlike melendez his x ba x woba walk rate well actually his walk rate is a little bit worse than melendez but it's still 60 percentile i mean that's above average so I'm going to hang on to Jared Kelnick, too, in one of my 12-team leagues, and this was a money league, too, redraft. Somebody dropped Kelnick, and I put in a waiver claim for him, and I dropped him for this guy, uh, or, I, or I'm picking him up for this guy, I should say. That's the Los Angeles Anaheim Taylor Ward. Man, I was all over Taylor Ward uh, in the in the draft season, in the off season. It always came down, it, it always seemed to come down to this. Like, I, you know, I can't remember what round he was in, five, you know, six, seven or eight or whatever in a 15 team, but it always came down to a decision between Taylor Ward and Anthony Santander. And I'm like, I need a power uh, hitter, um, outfielder, you know, somebody solid, somebody that's going to hit one, two, three, in a good lineup, blah, blah, blah. And and I tried to even it out, but I usually picked Ward because of the stolen bases. Um, and also, I was big on the the Angels this offseason because I thought I thought the Angels were going to play a lot better because they were gonna, just going to go all out for Otani. And, uh, and I thought Otani was going to put everything he had out on the field, no matter if his legs and arms were breaking because this is – you know, walk year and about to be the biggest payday in the history of Major League Baseball. So I thought all these things coming coming together and, you know, you know, like a rocket ship that takes off and it, you know, the, it just ignites and it sucks up everything in those engines. And I was like, Taylor Ward's going to, you know, get a piece of that action. But that didn't happen. <laughs> it sure didn't. Uh, unfortunately, Trout got hurt recently, obviously. Otani's playing well, but nobody really else is. I thought Anthony Rendon, you know, I, I, here's what I thought about Rendon. I was like, he he's going to have one good year uh, with the Angels. Like, it it just it, it has to happen. Like, 
he's got to have one good year. He he probably he may or may not have two, but in that big contract, he's got to have one. And if he's going to have a good year, this is it with Otani's last year. But that didn't happen either, unfortunately. So, uh, Tony Two Bags, such a great piece of that Washington Nationals um, uh, a World Series run. Uh, maybe he was the MVP. I don't know if he was. He should have been because he had a bunch of big hits. But man, it's just been it's it's been a decline like like no other. So uh, it fears it looks like they're not even going to get one good year out of Rendon. So that's a bummer. But Ward season act, the Taylor Ward's uh, season started out fine, but you know, like I said, Trout's hurt. The Angel season is in the tank. Otani's going to keep playing well, but you know, one man can't win in every game. So there's a zero point zero chance Otani stays in Anaheim. So there's got to be kind of like a cloud over the whole team, the whole city, basically. And oh, this is the probably the worst part. Going into the All-Star break, Taylor Ward has a, a groin injury and couldn't play the last couple of games. And I know they he's got rest, but that, that's the type of thing that's going to linger. And on a lost season like this, he may just say, uh, uh, you know, I can't – I may not have to press it like I would if the team was, you know, in, in, the, in the lead for the division and everybody was healthy and happy. So Taylor Ward uh, – Love them this off season. It's not working out, so I'm, I'm trying to drop them everywhere to pick up uh, a buy low, uh, you know, like a Jared Kelnick or something like that. So that's Taylor Ward. And the next up, and this is one of another one of my favorite players was Jorge Mateo with the Baltimore O's. And in the off season, y'all, the chatter was all these young prospects are coming for your job, and he just kind of smiled in interviews and he said, "Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm here now and I'm going to play." And Again, like Ward, well, actually better than Ward, Mateo started off super hot. I mean, his season line is six home runs, 22 stolen bases, which is pretty good. Um, unfortunately, that that was some early season spectacular fireworks like in April and May. But since then, I mean, it's just been a disaster. It's It's been a historic slump. His playing time has been cut significantly. Obviously, he went into this huge slump, and it, it's not looking good now. They called up Westberg, um, and Mateo's slump just doesn't seem to be going anywhere. I looked at his play log. He played – he started one game, you know, uh, in, in the last seven days leading up to the – all-star break one game, man, that's a bummer. So uh, I've been hanging on to Mateo in a lot of leagues. I was, I was just hoping it would turn around and he would get back to his, his April business, but it's not looking that way. Uh, he's still rostered in 68% of fan tracks leagues. Maybe those are some dead leagues, but uh, yeah, if you have Jorge Mateo, it's time to, time to cut bait and look for somebody else on the waiver wire, shortstop eligible or middle infield or whatever you need, because it doesn't look like Westberg or, or there's other guys coming up too. You've got Mayo, you've got Norby. So if you're hanging on to Jorge Mateo, hoping, hoping that that April, April flashbang <laughs> comes back like I do. Uh, I, this is, I guess I'm kind of talking to myself here. Yeah. I, we, we need to let him go. So sorry, Mateo. Thank you so much for the 22 stolen bases. Uh, that is, that is very nice, but it, that looks like about all we're going to get, uh, maybe a handful down the line. But 
that's it. Uh, should I stay or should I go? Shout out Clash. Uh, MJ Melendez for the Kansas City Royals. I think you should stay based on your hard hit data. And Jared Kilnick, same with you. I'm going to hang on to you guys. Y'all stay, unfortunately. Taylor Ward, Jorge Mateo, y'all got to go. I'm sorry. Better luck next year. Uh, and if, uh, you know, that's just one of those things, guys. Uh, I love you, Ward. I love you, Mateo. But as my my favorite bartender used to say, shout out, Keith. Y'all don't have to quit drinking, but you can't drink here. So those are those are the players that I'm looking to keep and looking to let go. Thank you all for listening. I hope everyone's having a great all-star break. Please follow me on Twitter if you can. I'm at Britton Allen, B-R-I-T-T-O-N-A-L-L-A-N. And also, please follow all the great uh, fantasy baseball content at Sports Ethos with my friends Dan. Shout out Dan. Shout out Joe. Uh, at Sports Ethos BB. I will talk to you all next week and have a great weekend. Bye.